Hey, this is Jennifer. And I'm Billy. I <laughs> know we are. You know who we is. Hey, thank you for listening to the podcast. Would you do us a favor before we start this episode? Do you mind, if you've enjoyed this, this has helped you at all, can you rate us? Five stars, please. Um, and maybe leave a review. It'll take you 10 seconds to, to hit the star button. It may take you 15 seconds to rate us, depending on how quickly you uh, type. But it would really help us. It helps us reach more people, helps us expand the platform, and get Coffee Talk out to the masses. Do it. it would be a personal favor to our family. Correct, babe? Yes. And if you do us this personal kindness, we will return the favor. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Thanks for listening. Well, hello, my name is Billy. And this is Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jennifer. Cheers, my love. <laughs> hello, Mary Poppins. It's like British meets English. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's my favorite Australian voice. Australian accent. It's my favorite accent to do. I actually feel like, hello. to be honest, I'm getting, hello. I'm getting no. quite good at it. Hello. In fact. <laughs> um, hey, well, thanks for listening. Welcome to Coffee Talk Studios. Welcome to it, my friends. Um, it's not actually a studio. It's it's a room in our house where we have kind of... We call it the It studio. feels cozy like a studio, but you're going to hear... The neighbors are cutting their weeds, so you're going to hear the... <laughs> you're going to be hearing that. Can you do it a little bit better? <laughs> that's what a, machine is that? That's it's a like, weed whacker. It's a weed whacker in a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so loud! It's it's such a blessing this morning. It's a blessing just to have them doing that right outside. Would hey, you- um, we had the quintessential perfect Lake Day yesterday. Gosh, in Seattle, it's hitting the eighties. It is crystal blue skies, crystal blue skies, like the bluest skies I've seen in a while. Which I just want to thank heaven because I believe you thank heard you our heaven. cry when we said two weeks ago, "Where is summer?" My God, my God, why have you forsaken us? And now summer is here. I, I pray it stays long. But man, we, I love the lake day yesterday. Got in the water. So Lake Washington, where we live, freezing. is freezing. But it wasn't yesterday, babe. How do you know? You didn't even put your feet I don't in have it. to know. I, I can I can sense it in my bones. Like, it needs to be in the 80s for months before I'll get in that water. But it was so <laughs> hot. Gonna I'm going to tell you the truth. It, it was so hot yesterday that it, I jumped in and it felt so good. It's like, there. It's like you know, like, what are those chambers, Vic? The cryo, you know, where you go in those ice cold chambers? Oh, yeah. That's what it was for me, being in the lake. God, it felt good. And got to see you in your bathing suit. Finally, thank you, God. <laughs> Babe, quarantine's been good to you. You know. I You've do been. My, good. I, I'm, I'm doing my best. You've been good to quarantine, man. <laughs> I'm doing my best. You basically looked awesome. You know, 40 years old, just set to work what you got, ladies. Like, oh, don't remind me. 40 and sporty. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god. What do you like about lake days? Because for me, like, I get in the water. I enjoy that. I grill the whole time. Like, what is enjoyable for you? Because I kind of just feel like. You prance around in your bathing suit okay, and lay out. Okay, that's not even the, I'm okay, that's, You're giving such a bad proof. Drop things, bend over, and pick them up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to all the listeners, that's not, that, you that doesn't you're even You're the opposite happen. of that person. Oh my gosh. I have to convince you to like be in your bathing suit. Like you'll wear a sweater the whole time. Because well, it's chilly in Seattle. It like was it's not 70. Chilly. What it do was, you love about lake days? Um, I love lake I, days. I, think you like I them. love them because you love them. Okay, that's that's what I was worried about. Do you just like them because the family and I like them? No, I actually what I the, I love I <laughs> I love them because I love being by the water. I do love just 
the view. I love sitting and watching and just, it gives me peace in my heart to be, at, be on the water. So, but you know, I'm more of like, um, a beach girl in a lounge chair kind of girl. Yeah. Like if I had my ideal like lake day, it would be like an umbrella lounge chair um, where the bugs aren't crawling on me. So I don't yeah, know. Well, no, I don't think anyone wants bugs to crawl on them. Um, are you coughing? Yeah, I got a little coronavirus. Oh man. We've been, we've been like going out with people, you know, delicately. You can go like to a restaurant with like another couple and you say, and I got some caught in my throat the other day. It is, it is the worst thing to cough in public because <laughs> you just want to tell everyone, which I do. I don't have the, I don't have the Rona. I just have I something just have stuck in my throat. The Rona. Um, yeah. That's what, all the kids, that's what all the kids are calling it today. Rona. No, I call it the Corona. You call it the Cova. Corona. You call it Cova 19. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you've combined COVID and Corona COVID 19. and invented your own pandemic called the Cova. <laughs> Man, Ooh, I, it's, Kova. I don't know. It's a real thing. There's times I'm walking outside a lot and I don't wear my mask. Ladies and gentlemen, when I'm outside walking, I do not wear a mask. It's okay because you're reason, social distance. Right. But for That's some right. reason, you're not breaking any rules. Most people are wearing their mask outside and the judging eyes that I get are on another level. Well, they're scared. But they're across the street. Yeah. You know, it's interesting and, to me. Yeah. When. I agree with you. Like people, if you're not wearing a mask, even though we're all social distance, we're totally far away from them. They'll kind of like, I had one guy like just put his hands up, like as to say like, why not? And I want, and I literally just said kindly, I was like, it's not airborne, sir. Yeah. It's not airborne. It's an interesting like, dynamic. I'm not breaking it's rules. Like, like, I go inside, I wear a mask, but I'm never looking I'm at the mask people to. being like, what's your deal, man? Why are you so scared? I'm not giving them grief. Uh-huh. Right? Like, and let's just clarify, like indoors, we are wearing it. To sit down at the restaurant, we are wearing it. Um, we're starting a church. We have our first service this Sunday, and right now everyone will be wearing masks because that's the law. We're going to do that. We're going to abide by that. I'm excited by that, by the way. Our first our first service for 116 Church is this Sunday, it's July 26. But, but we're already but packed out. RSVPs. On. You can only have 200 people, and 200 people have RSVPs, so it's going to be awesome. Just so you know, if people are like, so how are you? We're super social distance. We're in a space that seats 800. The seats will be part. It's sad to me that we won't be drinking coffee, but we're we're going to have church and it's going to be awesome. We'll drink coffee once we can take the masks off. So it's going to be a great time. Downtown, downtown Hyatt, Bellevue. I wasn't awesome. done with my thought. You moved on quite quickly. I'm trying this to is, get you off the mask thing because you get super... I see what's happening. Kind of so I've had a few people in our podcast say you guys interrupt each other too much. And I think we I think we're gonna work on that. I, I do agree that <laughs> that we we need to not interrupt each other. Oh, so that's much. your way of telling me yeah. that. Um Makes so we're for gonna, good podcast. No, there's like that balance, right? Between like I wanted to hear what she was saying, you cut her off, or vice versa. I Is there a vice hear, versa? Not really, but I was just giving it as an example. <laughs> okay. Um but I'm just saying like I I I just want to say this. Even when we wear a mask, we can still say hi to each other when we walk by each other. I kind of feel like no, in can't. Seattle, it's like there was already this like non-friendly kind of undertones. And now it's like everyone has got an excuse to hide, really, literally hide behind a mask. Yeah. And I realized being with my nieces and nephews, nephew yesterday that they were just saying hi to everybody. And I thought I've got to, that's such a pure like happiness that people 
we're like, oh, hi, oh, hi, oh, hi. And it's so easy to hide even more than we have before behind this mask. And so I just want to say, even if while you're wearing your mask, we still can be friendly, right? You may not be able to see the smile, but we can see the eyes. Eyes can light up a room. So I just want to say, let's all do a better job, including myself. And I was so convicted by my little nieces yesterday. They were just friendly every time we passed someone while we were walking. And so we've got to still be friendly while we wear these stinking masks. Like at least let's enjoy the process, right? Spoken like a true extrovert. I know. Like You don't have to be over the top, but we can be friendly even while we wear masks. I think people are going to be people. And I think people are legitimately scared. Um, I'm not, I'm actually not scared, but I do, we do care about people. So that's why we're abiding by those rules because people matter. Um, yeah, I think Seattle and I love Seattle. Like we're in Seattle. We got, we're, we have a church in Seattle. We have a business in Seattle. Our family's in Seattle. A lot of them like we're here. I mean, we're, we're doing this Seattle thing, but Seattleites, and I know this because I, was lived in Baltimore, lived in Chicago, lived in South Carolina, lived at, lived in Atlanta, lived in Alaska, lived in Oregon, lived in California, like lived all those states, right? And out of all of them, Seattle's my favorite. But I will say this: Seattle people, like it was even before the quarantine, was it the cold? they would you'd walk by them and you could say hi, and they might acknowledge you, but they'll just kind of like they're not mean. Like in Chicago, they'll be mean. Like, what are you looking at? Who are you talking to? Do I know you? In Atlanta, they'll stop and talk with you for 20 minutes because everyone's so friendly in the South. Right. But in Seattle, it's kind of this like reserved kind of ignoring. Just like, mm-hmm. Like it was, it was the first time I've experienced like saying hi to someone and they don't return it, but they kind of look at you and nod. But just keep on going. And so, yeah, the masks have amplified that. It is now socially acceptable, right, for people to, to, to be literally dodge. Okay, so yesterday, and we're going to talk about this today, we climbed a mountain. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Mount Sai. Um, we climbed it. Oh, God. What did I? <laughs> Paying for it this morning. But, and we did that in the morning. Then we did the lake day, which was awesome. Um, but it was super interesting on the trails going up. Like people, like no one walks by each other anymore. Everyone stops, dodges, avoids, eludes. And I get it. Like we're all trying to keep six feet away. But it is the social dynamic that this pandemic is, has created is like one of like, isolation, total avoiding. Like yeah. now everyone has an excuse, like, don't come near me. Don't come near me. You know, and it's, that has been something to navigate. It really is. But I just, I just, I would just say we all can be friendly while we wear masks, while we walk by. I mean, it's just, there's just no excuse. And it's been interesting being at the, the flower shop. Um, I literally have a shop on the sidewalk. It's it's really fun. Come and see me. But I'll say hi to people, and they're they are definitely six feet or further away, and they're coming right at me. And there's no one else around. I'm like, hi, how are you? They'll just walk right on by as if they they didn't hear me. And Don't it's the most interesting thing. And it goes to show you that friendliness is not a default for most people or just being friendly in general. I, babe, that's a generalization for most people. Like how and do so you, I, I, I don't, I, I don't mean, know. literally from, from Wednesday to Sunday, that's, that's been around the clock. And so it's just, it's an interesting dynamic for me, even more so with a mask on. Um, it was fun to see our little nieces and nephews. We have, um, um, we have three. So, Solara, Felicity, and Elijah, and we that are walking. living here. here. Well, yeah. in yeah, yeah, Seattle, yeah, that's what I mean. That we're on us, that we're climbing the mountain with us yesterday. These little kids climbed a mountain. It's unbelievable. Um, they, every person we pass by, they'd be like, "Hi, how are you?" And you could see the people like totally taken off guard, and then oh, so someone cute. say anything, and I just kind of be like, 
hey, like, all right, that's a child. And then some would be like, oh, hi. I'm, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> like, you know, like, like they were like, leave it to little kids to kind of so like remind happy. us adults. Like, Hey, remember when we used to say hi to people? They were, they were complimenting. Oh, that's a beautiful dog. That's a beautiful dog. You have. Hi, how are you today? You know, and people are just like, so taken back. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. It's the um, cutest thing. Can we talk about this mountain? And I want to, I want to use this as a, as a real time sure you do. metaphor for what we are getting back into after being in quarantine and still in the midst of a pandemic. Okay, we climbed a mountain yesterday, Mount Sai. And just to be, let's be honest, it was it's Little Sai. So there's two, Mount Sai is the bigger one, Little Sai is the small one. It's, I don't know, it's like 14,000 feet in elevation. Might as well be a million feet in elevation for me because <laughs> after 400 feet, I was like, what did we do? And here's the thing that made it hard for me, if I can just You're be such honest, a city boy. was the pace. I climbed that mountain before with you. It was easy. I once did it with a cigar in my hand, which I don't recommend. <laughs> I didn't this time. But you and my sister, Christiana, you set a pace. I guess these little kids set a pace too. Oh, they set the pace. Endless bu- bundles of energy. Just they would they would run ahead, then run back. They climbed the mountain twice because they'd run ahead, <laughs> then run back to us. They'd run ahead. It was just unbelievable. They would fall and damage their bodies and get back up, and they did. They're tough kids, man. Anyways, so tough. I. The pace, I feel like I could. it would not have been as devastating to me had you not set literally like a workout pace. My sister, Christiana, had a band, an exercise band around her legs. It wasn't enough that she was climbing a mountain. She had a resistance band around her legs as she climbed a mountain. I don't know Multiple about all times, that. That was next level. They were carrying their children yeah. up the mountain. Yeah. My brother-in-law, Travis, had he was carrying his grown children. They're not grown. They're seven, five, six, and whatever. But... I was like, what is happening? Meanwhile, I got a 50-pound backpack because I brought water so we wouldn't die. I realized I brought way too much water. You're walking the dog, Capone, who's laying here in the studio, literally dead right now. He hasn't moved because this little dog climbed a mountain. Um, Okay, I feel like in society, we're climbing a mountain. What did you say? You just told me to slow down. Slow down. Am I talking too fast? You're talking so fast. I do not think I am. Babe, you talk so... I, we should take a poll on Instagram. Like, you talk at a speed of lightning. I mean, and I love you for it, but, you know, just... Oh, okay, then. <laughs> some, people, some people can't process... Like, Why we can't quickly, you know? don't we go ahead and <laughs> do this podcast at the speed of your... Choosing, I like, like it. honestly, very soothing. this isn't a soothing podcast. <laughs> you can slow this your isn't lulling you to roll. sleep, Grandma. <laughs> this is about getting stuff out there. Okay, I feel like going into getting back into life, and I'll never forget Molly Jensen, a good friend of ours, who's also a brilliant, wise woman, said the biggest concern she had with all of quarantine wasn't quarantine in and of itself. She said because when we quarantined. For four months, we were all in it, in together. it together. She said the re-entry. She's like, some people are going to wear masks, some people aren't going to wear masks. Some people are going to be okay to go to restaurants, some people aren't going to be okay to wear, go to restaurants. She's like, some people are going to be cool with six feet, some people are like don't. Get, and she, man, she was right. Yeah. So <clears throat> going back into it, I feel like we're kind of climbing a mountain, right? Yeah. And I want to kind of, I, ha- I had three thoughts that can help us that we've kind of been doing during this that I think have been helping us. Number one was, don't overthink. The other one was don't overreact, and the other one was don't oversleep. And I kind of want to take those kind of like broad thoughts and come down on them. Because here's what I learned on the mountain yesterday. Um, 
three quarters of a way to the top, 75% to the top. I wanted to, without question, I wanted to stop. Honestly, I was done. I didn't care to see the top. I didn't care to see the view. I didn't care to take the Instagram post, which we most certainly did. Because the only reason you climb a mountain, <clears throat> excuse me, not Corona, just a cough. The only reason you climb a mountain is to take that picture. Um, all these people who climb Everest. Like it didn't happen unless you got the shot right. up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's the only reason we're going. I wanted to stop. I couldn't. I literally couldn't. And I think at the end you were like, good job, babe. You did it. And I'm like, did I? Because I kind of felt like I had no choice. It's like people who stand through adversity in life and someone's like, you stood. Like, no, I was, life had pinned me up against a wall. I didn't have a choice. Had life let up, I'd have collapsed. But have you ever been pinned against a wall? It's like your legs have given out, but you're just there. And people are like, you're standing. Like, no, the pressure is holding me against this brick wall. And the moment the pressure releases, I'm going to come crumbling down. That's how I feel like what has happened with quarantine. We have been pinned against a wall, metaphorically speaking, and the pressure is releasing now, and either we're going to stand or we're going to collapse. So how do we, when we don't feel like we have a choice, feel overwhelmed, how do we remain standing? How do we, And that's what I kind of feel like we're going to talk about today. Well, all that keeps going across my mind, coming across my mind, is the fact that we all can do more than we think. We all can actually handle more than we realize. Um, the picture that I kept having in my mind when you're talking about like I was done at 75% of that mountain is like when you're you won't be able to relate with this babe because you're a male but <laughs> it's like it's like birth you're like launching attacks no it's like having a, it's birth, like right. having a baby it's like <clears throat> you get to this point of having this you're pregnant you got to push this thing out and you're literally done you think I there's no way I can continue to handle this pain, do this process. And then you realize you kind of come over a threshold and you realize, oh no, I'm going to do this. And you, you do something that you never thought you could do is, is literally push another human being out of your body, which is, you know, pretty graphic, but that's the truth. That's what we all women, you know, we can do. We, we physically are made to do. And, um, not every woman does, but we all have the ability if we want to, or if we can, we do. And so I just, I think adversity or, what you just said is something like we can handle more than we realize. And sometimes we feel pinned up against the wall, but at the end of the day, we realize while wow, being pinned up against the wall has brought a lot of awesome things through that pain and trial. So true. So let's talk about how we could do that. Um, number one, don't overthink. So as you're getting back into life, as the pressure is releasing from the pandemic, I mean, there's new pressures that are taking place, you know, but you know, um, how do we not be pinned up against a wall? Don't overthink it. For me, the best way to not overthink things, which I have found coming out of quarantine, like we, we went from zero to 100 real quick, right? Church, business, life, we just kind of jumped in as best you can. We're still not, nothing's 100%, but we're all, we're going. The tendency for us was to overthink everything. For me, for sure. I was just overthinking everything, which was leading to stress, <clears throat> which was leading to anxiety, Um I don't know if anxiety is the word, but definitely stress. I don't. I haven't felt anxiety for a long time. Have you? I actually. I know. I have. That's not. one good thing that has come out of quarantine. I haven't been anxious. If anything, I've been ready to do stuff, like yeah. to get going. But anxiety. I mean, you can see how the pace of our lives totally can breed totally. anxiety. Anyways, um, I think one of the best ways to not overthink things, which stresses us out, is to just do things. Many times, just go ahead and do it. And here's what I mean by. It. 
you'll find your answer. You're like, what if this? What if this? I'm the kind of guy who comes up with a plan, then a contingency plan, but what if that contingency doesn't work? And like, I can very much, Vic the Soundcheck, you're like this too. We get this, we get this honest from our DNA. We overthink. In many ways for me, I have found one of the best ways to not overthink things and stress myself out is just to do things because then you answer the questions and you Along don't have to the way. like you learn by yeah. doing you learn like oh that didn't work or you learn like oh that did work oh I would do it differently like just start doing again mm-hmm. and then you'll you'll begin to learn right I, I love that. I think anything that we do great in life, you learn along the way. I mean, you could read books, you can go to school and that's do all of those things. But really when it gets down to it, when you start doing it in, in real life, you actually learn, you learn the process, you learn the how to's. I don't know. I was never good at school. So I, I, my default was I had to just learn along the way. And so I think there's so much, so much truth in learning as you go right. and, and adapting as you go and realizing as you go, you, because maybe you didn't know you're going to make some mistakes, but those mistakes are going to feed into the future if you can learn from those mistakes. And while you're doing that, please resist the urge to compare yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things coming back into life is like some people are still literally locked down and they're not doing anything. And yet half of society is out there doing things and it just looks different for everyone like don't compare yourselves um i heard this quote the other day um the fastest way to kill something special is to compare it to something else wow what are you doing like don't 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 judge your success based on so, what someone else is doing well, i'm right. doing better than them and don't judge your success based off if other people are failing like we're not winning because others are failing and we're not failing because others are winning and I think Just Instagram has you. Instagram has so and social media has social so media, yeah. um, uh, I guess paralyzed us because we were constantly looking and seeing all these things that people are doing where before we never even knew. Mm-hmm. So we were just putting our head to the ground and getting stuff done. I just say, turn it off if you need to for a while and just do it, do what's in your heart. And like you just said beautifully, it's like, gosh, it'll, it'll work out. You'll yeah. learn so much along the way. Totally. Um, okay, so these three guidelines into getting back into society in this pandemic season. Don't overthink. Number two, don't overreact. Um, okay, so overreacting has become norm in society. Like the people on the trail yesterday, we had people literally say stuff to us like, where's your mask? Right? And you're like, we're in the woods. We're in the forest. You're 20 feet away from me. Right. It's not airborne. But you know what? Like people overreact. So they overreact on their end. I could have overreacted. You, and actually, I'll be honest, my brother in law, Travis, helped me not overreact. He's so kind. He's just so like, he's like, well, actually, we don't, we don't have to wear those right now. And the thing of it is, is it's, it's, it's not spread through the air. So like we're distanced and I'm outside. And so that's why I'm not wearing it. It's actually, you know, like he's, whereas I just want to be like, it's not airborne. Or, you know, like I just want to go off. You know what was off. so refreshing is the older couple that we like, we met along the way and then we passed them two times and then we at the top of the mountain, they were there. They didn't have masks on either. And they were, they would have been like our grandparents' age. And, uh-huh. and I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you for owning the moment that you're outside, we're all outside. And younger people than us are, are the ones who are having issues with us not wearing masks. And I don't know, it's just a little side note. I was just like, thank you. Thank you, Grandma and Grandpa, for teaching teaching us that it's going to be okay not to wear a mask outside. Well, humans are very, very opinionated. We all have our opinions. So I think we just have to be respectful of others. Anyways, don't overreact. Um, we have learned that in life. That has helped us um, 
through quarantine, we still have our moments. I feel like this week we both kind of overreacted. Yeah, we had we had a fight this week. An argument. An argument. Just one. Just one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. like, I, I kind of feel like we haven't had any arguments. Yeah. I kind of feel like we, I mean, we have, and, di- we have disputes or spats that last for a few minutes. Totally. But yeah, we had an argument. We had an argument and I think the <laughs> We're end saying of it the, like it's novel. Yeah. Oh, oh. you had an argument. Um, um, and I think we had the conversation about like, I felt you overreacted. And you felt you overreact, I overreacted, and which is always the and case. And we right? both we both did overreact in our own way. We did for sure. Um, and it and it's play, a vicious and it cycle. plays out in in unique ways. Isn't you know? it a vicious cycle? Like your overreaction causes my overreaction, your, then my overreaction causes you to overreact, then you over, and then I'm. It's just like it gets. And at some point, one of us, and this is a conversation we had after we came through the argument was at some point, like one of us has to just choose not to overreact mm-hmm. and just be like, okay. Because what we keep trying to do is like, what you're doing is wrong. But then what the way I said that you were doing it is wrong was wrong. And you're like, the way you said that was wrong. And I'm like, well, it's because if you're wrong, you're, like, well, you're wrong. And it literally, and I think every married couple or anyone who's in a relationship with anyone can relate with this. And it's like at some point, totally. one of us just has to choose to, I think as simple as this, like put the others first. You know, and I think even in society today, it's a lot easier to not overreact with people if you're literally trying to help people, if you're mm-hmm. thinking of people first. That's how it, because God knows I would have a tendency in life if I'm not careful because my personality is to, is to overreact, is to be like, what? What happened? You know, like whether it's like someone got hurt, I'm jumping into protector mode, whether it's someone tries to hurt my family, then I'm jumping into fighter mode, whether, you know, someone does something wrong, then I'm jumping into perfectionist mode, right? And I'm sure all those are issues. Someone tells me <laughs> I talk too fast, and so I jump into patronizing mode, I will talk slower, you know, like, like my tendency would be to overreact real quick. Yeah. I think one of the things that has helped me and maybe can help people is think of people first. Do your best. God help us, right, to be like... um. I'm going to think of your needs, what you need first. And then it's it's much more difficult for me to overreact because I think we overreact because unmet expectations. Totally. Wait a second. What totally. did you say? Wait a second. I didn't. And so, and that definitely has been 2020 for the whole world. Yeah. Unmet expectations. So 100%. the tendency is to overreact. So I think it's like, but what if I'm just thinking like, how can I help people? How can this benefit them? Selflessness. Like if we could be a little less selfish, just a little less, it might help us not to overreact when we're out there. And I think overreaction comes from, a little bit from entitlement. It's amazing which we're all just prone a, to. a few adjustments in our words, even in an argument, can completely change the moment. Yeah. Because it's like two or three words will make it escalate. And then you choose the right words, it can completely kind of diffuse the moment. And so and true. I think and I think we both have done a better job in the last year of just like let's let, let's that's not a big deal hey I, that's not what i wanted or that's not what i expected but we can just adjust it and it'll be fine it's like let's not over dramatize it and i think it plays out in so many things and at the end of the day you're so right babe because coming back into life not life as normal but like life interacting with people is like let's just remember like hey put a mask on because it's going to help other people and then when you sit at the table for dinner, take your mask off. You're back to the mask. Well, I'm just saying, like, I would overreact. Be like, no, I don't want to wear a mask. Ever. Never. Like, that's just, like, me overreacting. Like, I'm mm-hmm. done wearing a mask. Like, that's that's what I want. But, like, to keep 
people at the forefront to keep us not getting into a, a marital crisis is to to take a step back and be like, okay, why? Like I said, unmet unmet expectation. Why am I really upset? Can I communicate it without coming off defensive? And I think even just in the last couple of days, there was a few things I needed to communicate that I haven't had a chance to communicate. And I think I took another scenario, made it a big deal, and we had an argument. And I think just in life in general, we can learn a lot from that. Well said. And then the third one was don't oversleep. Since we're talking about guidelines, since everything is guidelines, oh. social restricting guidelines. <laughs> I'm not talking about, okay, now, yeah, I'm okay. not talking about like Take the, the sound sheet. I'm Check. not talking, <laughs> I yes, sleep. there is there is something to early bird gets the worm it's not, philosophy. Don't sleep in. It's don't oversleep. Right. So okay. right, right. Oversleep. There right. you yeah, go. Yeah. But I do think there's something about rising early and all that. But that's what I'm talking about. I'm actually talking about this. Um, there's a lot of good we've learned from the quarantine, like rest making time, realizing that we have more time than we realize and we can still get things done. Like, I think we're learning a lot, prioritizing, but I do think these last six months can also, if we're not careful and intentional, lull us to sleep. Mm. And so what I'm saying, don't oversleep, is like, wake back up. Like, we're not in quarantine anymore. Like, we have to, we will, someone said to me the other day, I think it was our daughter, she was like, it's never gonna change. I'm like, it actually is going to change. (laughs) It actually will. And at some point, we have to wake back up. Like, what were you dreaming about? What were you doing? What were you going for? You're going to have to step out again. You have to take risks again. You're going to have to get out there again. And, you know, Don't and the oversleep. Pace, pace is everything. Yeah. And taking small steps, especially if, you know, quarantine has been, for a lot of people, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear to even to resume life in, in any way. But I just, can I just say, take small steps. Like, every day, take one step towards... Towards yeah. making changes. Baby steps to the mailbox. Baby, baby steps, steps to, to the, the kitchen. Baby, baby steps. steps. That's what about Bob. Gotta love it. Okay, um, what you just said right there. A billionaire by the name of Mark Zuckerberg posted this quote. Do, um, do what you can, not what you can't. Another way to say it is do the easy things first and you'll actually make a lot of progress. I thought this was a brilliant idea because what you just said is like, hey, just do these little things. And a lot of times right now we're like, okay, so quarantine is coming to an end. We have to get back to life as normal. So let's just, we have to jump in and like we have to do do hard things and we have to, no, he's like, do the easy things first. Now this is coming from a very successful billionaire. He's like, hey, it's okay to do the easy things first because then you'll actually make progress. You'll get a little momentum. You did like five little easy things. So for me, right, it was like, right. uh, we, Set an alarm. dear Lord, just do easy things. Accomplish easy things right now. Ease your way back in. Don't oversleep. And then all of a sudden you get this little win. Like I did this, I did that, yep. I did this, I did that, I did I, this. And all of a sudden now you can start doing the hard things, which we need to do hard things in life. I agree. But don't feel like you have to bite the whole thing off right now. And I, can I say to making transitions in your life or you need a career change or you, you're you ready to be done with where you're at, instead of just cold turkey, quitting, walking away, making it a bad thing, start taking small steps to make the transition. And I'm telling you, and then you'll look back in six months to a year and be so grateful that you didn't, you know, cut relationships off or, you know, just throw the towel in. Even, even, even when it comes to like remedying your marriage or relationship, like you may not be able to restore the marriage overnight. You may not be able to restore the relationship overnight, but you can take small steps 
towards making changes that could bring a lifetime of wealth and and value and relationship that will that will look completely different because you chose to go small and go easy There's and go slow. There's no shame in doing easy yes. things. We will hard things will come. Like that's a given in life and we can't run away from the hard things, but just like even our philosophy with starting this church, we yeah. said, "Hey, we're going to do what we can really well right now, and if we can't do it really well, then we'll wait." Mm-hmm. We'll only do what we can do really well. If we can't do it right now, then we'll wait because those times will come. Totally. But just it's okay. And you know, I'm, Travis and I, as we were walking up the hill way behind the ladies yesterday, I think Travis was hanging behind for Your my brother, benefit. Our brother-in-law. Yeah. Um, he was trying to make me feel good. Um, but I remember saying, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, dude, I don't take shortcuts in life, but I will certainly take shortcuts on a trail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if there's an easier way, I'll do it. And I'm saying, like, it's okay right now getting back into what has been the most bizarre year I have ever even heard ever, of. Ever, maybe ever. Right, is do the easy things right now. There's right. no shame in that. Do the easy things. Don't oversleep. Don't be lulled to sleep that where you can't get up and go. Like, yeah, let's and, get you up know, and And it's as practical as making an easy, easy things to-do list instead of like, oh, my life to-do list. It's like, just start listing out. And I'm such a practical person, but I was on the phone the other day with someone having a hard time, anxiety, been in been in the hospital, in and out. It's, it's really real. Yeah, it is. And she's like, is there anything you could help me? I go, you know what? The only thing I can encourage you in in this moment is, one, I'm going to pray for you. And, and believe that this is going to get easier. But just make one one thing. Just do one thing. Write one thing to do today that you didn't do yesterday. Oh, yeah. And make that small step. And I think over a week to two weeks to three weeks, it'll become two things, three things, four things. And just start there. And you'll, you'll, be, you'll be surprised how much totally. easier it gets. Well, I'd like to start by asking you to go on a date with me tonight. Oh. Um, I would like to get pedicures. Oh, you're going to admit that you get pedicures. Um, I will get a pedicure when you're there. Because then it's kind of like the man thing. Like, oh, he's going with his wife. I wouldn't go by myself. And I know that's on me, but I'm dealing with that. <laughs> but when we're together, yes, I'll do it. But like, I'm here for her, you know. Also, it makes my feet look awesome. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> right About now. five years ago, ladies and gentlemen. I'm looking at my toes and I have talents. His feet were <laughs> terrible. I was like, you have to go get a pedicure. Oh, and, man. And it was a life changing. So you accept my invitation. And yes. then we should go to dinner. And then okay. we should do a walk by the water in the evening. Oh, I like it. And then it. we could do other stuff. If like, you're down, no what, pressure. What kind of other stuff? Um, when a mama bear loves a daddy bear very much. Do they do lots of sinks? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. Hey, thank you for listening. Honestly, yeah. thank you for listening. And when you leave comments or reviews, it really does help us. So maybe you'll give us a five star in a, in a review. We would just so appreciate it. Yeah, we would. So cheers to a date night tonight. Love cheers. you all. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Cheers.